Hello and welcome to another episode of the LV426 Degrees of Aliens. I'm Andrew and I'm not alone. I have my intrepid co-host here, Jason. Hello, Jason. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Oh, what were we doing? Like, Ms. Doubtfire? Like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ms. Doubtfire is here, you know what I mean? I've dressed myself um, appropriately and, you know. Hey, the predator will never know. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you can predator trick the predator and you can get up close to them. Uh, if you've read the title of the episode, you will know we are doing our ranking of all of the Predator films. And, and obviously we are ranking the Predator films because the very new movie Prey is coming out in early August. Mm -hmm. uh, as we record this, there's only about six days until the movie is wide on all the streaming platforms. So I figured, hey... Let's get together and do our own individual ranking. So these are not going to be a group ranking. And what how this is going to work is basically we're going to start at the bottom and go to the top. Mm -hmm. And basically what will happen is we won't talk about a movie until it has come up twice. So that way the person who is is way more into the movie can have the first go before they're attacked. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about um, a film very quickly. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. And uh, honestly, God, uh, let's just get into it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get this over with. You know what I mean? Let's get this. Let's pull this Band-Aid off. So there are there are six Predator films, including the AVP films. And uh, let's just start it off. Uh, what is the sixth worth, worst movie, Jason Go? Uh, it, you know, um, believe it or not, I did struggle with this a little bit. But it's clearly the predator. The predator. Hey, look, we're, bam! There you go. That's my number six too. Bam! Let's uh, let's talk about the predator. Do we have to? Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, this movie just fucking sucks in on every <laughs> level. Like it. <laughs> it. Just, I mean, I don't really. I remember this movie coming out. I didn't see this movie until this week, or until the end of last week, whatever. But I remember I'm when sorry. it came out. There was a lot of like hoopla about Shane Black returning to the franchise, right? But yeah. it's not like Shane Black really did anything. It's not like he wrote Predator, right? He was just the dude that made big pussy jokes in the first movie and then died. Like, yeah, you, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, I don't know why people, yeah. And I know every time there's a Predator movie, there's a lot of optimism that hoping it's going to be a great one. So I'm sure that's part of it, but like. He does nothing for this film. He does a terrible job directing this movie. It's the script is abominable. Uh, the characters are terrible. And yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I could just go on. No, no, no. You apologize. You're not. You're not completely wrong in any of these places. So first off, I do want to note that this movie was like ruined by a studio. Like a studio went through here was with it? Like a wrecking ball, or was it already and, uh, well bad? <laughs> I think it would have been a bad movie either way, personally. Like, I don't think that the the, the bones of this were ever going to end up being good. But this doesn't actually end up being what was really directed, right? Because they did a lot of reshoots. They edited all this stuff. They changed all of this stuff. So I do understand that The Predator has a lot of behind-the-scenes messing around. But I'm also a person 
who still thought Zack Snyder's Justice League sucked. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I think there are movies that are butchered by studios. I think that is a reality. I think that is things that happen. But I just, this film is, I don't think there's a semblance of a good film in here anyways, right? Like, the I I, I don't know. We're going to hard disagree on this. Like, I think, I don't want to spend three minutes with any of these fucking characters. That's that's interesting. See, because, like, I don't mind some characters. I don't think McKenna is too bad, Quinn. The, the lead, uh, played by Bold, Boyd Hol- Holbrook. Yeah, he's a good actor, too. Like, I don't think it's the actors that are the problem. I just think the writing is fucking horrible. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I, I think, like, I really did find the, they didn't get much to do, but I think Trevante Rhodes did have some good scenes when he was, like, allowed to be a person. Sure, that was for maybe 30 seconds, but, hey, it was there. Uh- <laughs> he was the one... The- Yes, you know, the uh, Boyd Holbrook and um, Trevante Rhodes are, you know, uh, Quinn and Williams are are the two, it's a very low bar, they're the two best characters in the movie, right? Like, it's a very low bar, Uh, but that's, that's true, I agree with that. And then I, I do like Sterling K. Brown as Traeger in this, he, he, he kind of sucks the the longer you get with him, but like I did like this idea of this like swarmy, slimy, like you know CIA type, like, sure, yeah, black ops kind of guy. I and and it's like the 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 thing though is that I just think everything else about this film is wrong. Oh my bad god! Don't I wrong. mean uh, J- Jacob Tremblay's character is one of the most offensive characters in I've ever seen. Um, as is Thomas Jane's character, they're fucking horrible. Like, they are awful stereotypes used. Yeah. And I don't care what anyone says about, like, the use of threats in this film. Like, it's just, he's just a punching bag. Like, he's just a joke, a dude that screams cock out loud, right? And that's not at all what Tourette's is in and of itself, right? And then using an autistic kid as like, oh, he's a secret genius. He's the next step in evolution. That fucking go fuck yourself. Okay. How did they like that? Like, I don't know how that got past like a script level. Like, I don't know how a studio didn't see that and go, oh, that's that's bad. You can't (laughs) do that. (laughs) Like, you can't do that. Also, like, out of all of the the quote unquote the loonies. Alfie Allen is in this, but like I don't know why. Like I, his character doesn't do anything in the movie because he's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like he's like set up as supposed to be like the sniper guy, and then he gets ousted by the predator like the first chance that they meet. Like, well, the main character too is a sniper, so why are you bringing in another sniper into this mix, right? And, and Alfie Allen's fine. Like I'm not saying he's bad, and I don't. I you know he he always that that actor always gets short shrift. It feels like right, John yeah, Wick. That's true. He's fucking murdered in three and a half minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, fucking, yeah, you, he gets you the worst of Game of Thrones, that. you know, by yeah. by a oh, long yeah. shot. Here, he's yeah. the he's the first one gone, pretty much, right? Pretty much, yeah. But it takes a long time to off any of them, actually. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you know, I think like there is. I don't mind the one like when the fugitive predator escapes the facility. I thought that was kind of not too too bad, like. I thought that was like the one action sequence in the movie that I kind of dug a little bit. 
until they ruin it by having a character say get to the choppers and i was like oh, oh my boy. god i don't i was going to bring that up in the probably the next film we're both going to discuss because it's also used in that film as well and just yeah. it's the reason that line works is only because it's arnold schwarzenegger saying it like it's, and it's also just like a regular line <laughs> like it's like the the thing is like it's like you know i'll be back is like a a, a statement right like i can see why that got played off right like there's something to that line is it's like yeah there is something predating that line and what it's going what is going to happen after someone says that line yes right? of like, course what are they going to go and do yeah. get to the chopper is not that that's just arnold saying a line but he's arnold so he like yeah the reason that's <laughs> you know I mean? yes the reason is because the way he fucking says it is ridiculous right because yeah arnold. and, and it's and it's great i love it in that of first course. movie yeah. but like i don't i never i I'm one of those people who have never, ever liked those kind of callbacks in movies. Even in the Terminator franchise, when they call it back, I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I think yeah. those movie, you know, it, it, I think they call it back in Terminator 2, too, right? Well, they, they call it back in literally every, every single one movie that Arnold yeah. is in. Yeah. But and I, was, I was just, I was calling out Terminator 2 because I, unlike you, I think Terminator 2 is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know... I'm I'm still in that film willing to forgive it. It's not like it's like I'm cheering when that happens. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. Uh, it, fine. it it is good that you you bring up Terminator 2 because I think like neither like we'll eventually talk about the the Predator movie that precedes this, but the both that movie and this movie both introduced the new quote-unquote big bad Predator. Like this is the new and improved big bad <sighs> buff Predator. And it's like I feel like nobody learned anything from watching Terminator 2. Because in Terminator 2, the reason why Robert Patrick is so good and why everything in that movie works so well is because he doesn't look beefier than Arnold, right? Like, he is like a sleeker sure. model. Like, there's more interesting things about him. Yeah. It's not a bigger is better. And it seems like every time we do like a, here's a super duper predator. He's giant. Wow, look. It's Predator Godzilla. And it man. looks like absolute dog shit. Like, oh, I don't know how the CG... Eight years later, this is the, you know, the last Predator film before the new one's coming out. And it's eight years after Predators, right? And it, yeah, the Predator dogs look like runny shit. Like they God. are yeah. awful. And yeah. so does the, the Super Predator. Uh, oh my God. Well, first of all, the... the Super Predator, Super Predator is uh, not a phrase you want to use, okay? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that means a very specific right. thing. Kids, you can look it up if you want. We're not going to go over that here. But <laughs> you don't, don't want to call it. the Predator Super Predator, okay? It's not cool. That's <laughs> Is that what Hillary Clinton was talking about? <laughs> Getting the Super Predator <laughs> off the street, you know? And looking at him, I agree. You know, it's maybe the first time we agree on anything. You know? I, but, uh, I, I love that you're like, we're not going to get into it. And you couldn't help it. You couldn't help it. Yeah. I didn't get into it, all right? I didn't describe it in detail, okay? I'm just saying. It looks bad, though. It, it looks, looks It's just a bad look. It is. It's, it's one of the things that I think that is just fundamentally not in this movie's favor is that it really tries to make, like, a cohesive continuity out of these movies. Oh, it's doing too much. And, like, it's, go, it's doing too much. It's kind of, like, taking that, like, oh, wow, everything's canon. Let's, like, talk about what canon means. What is it all about? And you're like, these movies are not 
meant to be strung up like that. Like you can do like incidental world building, but I don't think that the, you are going to get like the Predator cinematic universe. Like I don't understand why you're trying to do it in, in this because it's just you're taking all these disparate elements and being like, yeah, such so as all comes together. Wait until blah, blah, uh, blah. Phase Seven of Marvel when the Super Predators and the Avengers, <laughs> you know. They technically it could happen. They own. They own. Disney owns both. I do want to call out uh, your friend and mine, Lachlan Monroe, is in this movie. He's in this one. Yeah, he is. I believe so. Yeah. I I do want to say I do think you know Jacob Tremblay's character sucks, but I think he's sort of doing a decent job. That kid is a solid actor, you know. And yes, that kid. That kid is a good actor, but I would not. I don't want to give him any props. It's not his fault. Like he didn't write this fucking thing. You know what I mean? And he's a kid. His parents, you know, for all we know, his parents are probably hamstringing him into doing to blind their pockets. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's he's. He's doing the best he can with this uh, absolute awful material. I really, I think, I think the script is the major problem with this film and the CG. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's move on. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Okay, all right. <laughs> Do you have any last words before we move on? Because like, no, I, I hate the loonies. I hate every <laughs> single one of them. They could all fuck off and die. Um, Trevante Rhodes is probably the only exception because he's the only one that's a normal human being and isn't just like fucking you know, uh, jokey laugh. Uh, this is like a Marvel. This is, I made the Marvel. This is like a Marvel movie in that we have to make a quip and a joke and have a yeah. smart remark before the action begins. And I loathe it. I loathe it. And nothing can it. be taken seriously. Everything has to be undercut. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to guess we're going to be talking about the, the, the same thing for number five. We might be very close on this. We did not line this up, ladies and gentlemen. We mm. certainly did not. I think that we're going to switch soon. Okay. But this this one, for sure. AVPR, right? Alien vs. Predator uh, Resurrection or whatever. Uh, yes. Requiem. It's yeah. Requiem. You can't even remember. <laughs> you watched this movie last night, I believe. I watched it last week, and I couldn't tell you what the subtitle was. Yes, it's yeah. Requiem. Requiem. It's one of those terrible, like, what is even, what is Requiem? What is that? Of a dream? Just, Maybe. You know, <laughs> Like two predators with a double-sided dildo at the end of this movie. <laughs> Better movie. We wouldn't have been able to see it, though, because there's no fucking lighting in this movie. Can't see anything so, that happens. So that may have actually happened in this movie. We just didn't see it. <laughs> so AVPR, that is, this is the sequel to Alien vs. Predator, and this is a movie that is... Hampered by the lighting. Let's just say that first off. Uh, now, I know that uh, this was something that was added late in post-production. Like, everyone who was involved with the movie had nothing to do with the choice to put, like, a super dark layered filter on it. But, like, it's so dark in this movie that, like, the day scenes look like they were day for night. <laughs> Every single thing. <laughs> we, Jason and I... Uh, I, my old podcast watched a very, very silly, dumb movie called The Crater Lake Monster. I was about to bring this up, yes. <laughs> and, and in that movie, they didn't do any post-production at all. So even the, the night shots, they, they didn't, like, tint the film or anything, and it's just, like, bright sunlight, and it's supposed to be in the middle of the mm. night. This movie is, like, all of every single part of it was tinted to be day for night. 
and it's really bad in that regard. The movie itself, I think there are things that I can quote-unquote kind of defend about it. Yeah, you love some and stuff about this movie. Stop pretending. All right. I like I like the Predator. I like Wolf, who is the Predator yeah, in this he's, movie. Yeah, he's cool. He's, the, he's actually the most definitive actual Predator character I can think of, right? He has characteristics that set him apart from other Predators, which is, you know, in the Alien vs. Predator, where you're kind of making the Predators the good guys, right? It's yeah, probably a I, good would, thing. I would argue that the predecessor probably has like a more like bit more characterization to him but okay i guess i mean i mean either way i love wolf i love him he's very cool i like all the added elements to his arsenal like i like he's got the whip yeah it's whip, cool and he nay nays uh he's got <laughs> i like Sorry. that he murders a child at the beginning of <laughs> I was like, I this movie started out very promising. A fucking redneck goes into the woods with his son, and the predator absolutely slaughters both of them. And I was like, okay, I'm on, I'm well, on board for this, you know. Well, the like they get both, they both get face hugged first. Oh, that's true. He that's true. He kills them because they got face hugged, right? And the child, yeah, yeah. they do a chest burster out of a child in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. This like, movie. That, that's cool. Is- it's it's one of those movies where this movie is extremely mean spirited. It's a yeah. very very mean spirited movie. Normally that bugs me, but when there's not any real characters in the entire movie, it doesn't bug me as much because <laughs> like this movie is mean, but like all of these like every single character in this movie is just like a cardboard cutout of a human. Yeah. So like I don't care. Like I'm not like yeah. disgusted or like going like oh my goodness, I'm just like oh damn, they did that. Like wow. And it's like the one of the only times you can kind of get on board with a movie that's kind of mean-spirited. Mm-hmm. Also, I love the Pred Alien. I love him. Yeah, I love I the Pred Alien. I want to go to the Pred Alien's wedding. I'll be his best man. <laughs> I love the Pred Alien. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. You don't like the Pred Alien? No, you made fun of the Cow Alien and the Eric Red script. He's uh, this is stupid. about the same. All right. No. This no. fucking with locks. Well, you love the cow one then. That because it's so stupid. That's this. the whole point. Is it is fucking awful and it'd be hilarious to see it on screen. This motherfucker with locks. <laughs> alien. <laughs> this is alien. This is a xenomorph with hair. All right. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. And mandibles. You know, I, okay, I'm sure it does I something for you. know it does something for you. It does nothing for me. I don't fucking give a shit. It's stupid to me. All right. Um, uh, how do you feel that one of the characters is named Dallas? In this movie uh, <laughs> is a reference to the original Alien, and I'm like, guys, you really shouldn't have done that. Like, yeah. I should not be thinking of Tom Skerritt every time. Like you, you take that was Tom Skerritt, right? Yes, correct. Okay, whoosh, whoosh. Uh, every time that this character who's just like a card butt, card, card butt. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> a cardboard human speaks. I will admit when I when I watched this at the time, this is this is like uh, something that I'm not proud of. So I'm gonna admit something to you. I really I used wait. to like the show Twenty Twenty Four. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was a child, mm-hmm. um, you were a child. You were watching so, that again, indoctrinated uh, it to early. <laughs> that's pretty. That's fair. That's fair to say. But yeah, no. In my early teens, I was very much into 
24 and Rico Aylesworth, who is like the one soldier lady in this, uh, who, who only has the name Kelly. Nobody has last names, by the way. Um, <laughs> why bother? That's you know? Why bother? Uh, they couldn't, they couldn't even pretend to care, but, she is big in 24 so i was excited when she showed up in this movie i was like oh i know you from 24 and then i like when i watch it every time i gig oh yeah i used to like 24 and that's Mm -hmm. very bad Mm -hmm. i can't believe that i was like that Um, (laughs) little andrew rooting for fucking torture (sighs) (laughs) oh my god you know what i just found out i just found out something that (laughs) was will make you very happy in life. (laughs) (laughs) The writer of this movie is writing the Avatar sequels. No! Shut the fuck up. He's co-screenwriter of Avatar 2, Avatar 3, Avatar 4. Really? Fucking Avatar 5. Really? (laughs) Holy shit. There's going to be five? There's going to be five avatars there's not oh there is that dude's not gonna shit what the fuck i didn't know he he's done a lot and uh yeah the the strauss brothers uh they are not cohen's let's just say that (laughs) the strauss brothers sounds like pair of serial killers that stalk the streets <laughs> looking for <laughs> sex workers okay the um, strauss brothers the last movie the last movie they directed was skyline uh, so. yeah so not not far off yeah <laughs> so, uh, avpr has some cool scenes though i do think some of the action sequences with the predator is cool you can't see much of it i think that the new sculpts for the alien looks awful like the normal alien, the normal xenomorphs. Um, I yeah. don't like the way they look. Yeah, so. per, yeah. I, I mean, it. for the most part, progressively, each of these movies looks worse than the last one. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. And I think I, in yeah. part because they're doing, they try to do more and more stuff, right? Like they're trying yeah. to just, you know, the first film can just focus on that because all you're doing is shooting in the jungle right and i know we'll get to that film but like the simpler the better kind of is i think the the thread i'd pull from this but okay that's fair that's fair jason what's your uh number four? Oh, my number four is avp Alien my number four is predators okay okay what's your number three my number three is predator two uh my number three is avp so now we can talk about avp the original yeah it's it's i was really kind of surprised by my ranking on this one a little bit and i really kind of just kind of came to the decision today because i'll get to the other one but i find that avp is extremely rewatchable it is yeah very dumb let's get to the like no ifs ands or buts it's dumb but like it's the level of dumb that is like harmless dumb like this movie is like harmless to the nth degree Mm -hmm. and like i have a really good time watching it it has very extravagant sets 
that are just very fun the, to watch. The movie Pyramid fucking rules. I'm just going to say yeah. it. It's just cool. Yeah. It's just cool. Um, I don't care. The, you know, this is a very Paul W.S. Anderson movie. That's that's. Oh, yes. That's all this. You know 100%. what I mean? And that's, you know, it is what it is, right? Like, that's what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. I I think that this has my favorite look of the aliens, actually. I really, really like they the look way great. the alien they do. looks. I love I love that an alien trounces two predators in this. Like I love that there's one alien that trounces two predators. I, I was like, damn. I do like the look of them. I sort of hate that the queen just becomes like a T Rex at the end and is just like stomping around and destroying buildings. Yeah. And that's, I'm like, yeah. that's not how the, the queen acts really. The queen is much the smarter queen, than that. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not the, God. You know, not that Godzilla's stupid, but you know, it, it's how dare you? Uh, you know, I, no, I, I retract that. But it, it, but Godzilla's sort of like a tank, right? And that's sort of how like mm-hmm. the Queen acts in this is like just bowls through everything. And I just, it's not kind of how she is in my estimation, at least. You know, um, that yeah, annoyed and that, me. And that's for I, I want to specify this is not my favorite Queen. I think Alien no. still has like my favorite oh, yeah, Queen, for but sure. I. Just, I just really like the way that the, like the foot soldiers look in this. I think they get taken out way too easily though. Like I would have loved like I wanted Grid to like who is what I uh who I believe what the fandom has and definitely what I have nicknamed the one alien who has the the Grid pattern. Oh yeah yeah yeah, the one that gets hit with the net. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. We 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 are really creative with the names. Yeah, super in creative. This franchise. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Anyways, I hate how he just he goes out like in that big explosion. Uh, I also thought it was very ridiculous how like the predators can suddenly remove that. I'm pretty sure like I don't think they should be able to remove that and just have it as like a, a bomb because isn't it for like committing suicide? Like isn't that the <laughs> I mean, entire point I get, of that? You could like... use. I mean, Andrew, you can use anything for suicide if you really want to. You know what I mean? I, so I don't think that precludes like... it from being able to be used as a weapon. You know what I mean? I, I guess. Um, I want back up to Requiem real quick and just say, I can't believe at the end of Requiem they just fucking nuke that town. <laughs> they just nuked the town. <laughs> <laughs> they, they that part I, I did enjoy. It's like, yeah, all of you guys get together in the town square, and, <laughs> and then just drop a nuke on them. <laughs> and also there's Fucking the hilarious. dumbest scene in history where they go, what do you think? This is not for this world, is it, Miss Yutani? And I'm oh, like, is that supposed God. to be like a, like a stinger? Like, yeah, yes. of course, the Yutani was like. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to go to go backwards. But I had to no, just, no, when no. you mentioned the explosion, I was like, "Oh my god, I I can't believe I failed to, to discuss the fact that they nuked the, just fucking some town in I don't know where they were, Kansas or whatever the fuck." <laughs> Kansas does not have woods that look. Like <laughs> I you know it, it's all shot in fucking you know in in your in your neck of the woods. You know what I mean? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah none of the I'm places sure. look sure. exactly the way that they actually are. So yeah. AVP, though, Alien vs. Predator is, you know, one thing that's magical, I think, about Alien vs. Predator and Alien vs. Predator 2, speaking of, like, removing the bombs and it maybe not being canon, is, like, anything could happen in these movies and they have no effect on the Alien franchise in my head or the Predator franchise. Do you know what I mean? Like, they sort of exist in a bubble outside of time and space and it's just, like, feels like... And I think this is to their credit, like feels like a one-off comic run that doesn't touch the actual main plot line. 
Yeah, that's well, that's fair because like the Alien versus Predator comics were a hundred percent their own thing, pretty much. Yeah, like they they were really like uh, th- there's like some extensive comics. There's some really good Alien versus Predator comics. There's some bad Alien versus Predator comics. When they sure. fight the Terminator, it's one of the worst things you'll ever read. Uh, and I say that because you will read it. I will make you. Um, <laughs> or you will be terminated. Uh, but <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, but, oh, <laughs> you were leaving. No, 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 no. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> got to, got to like, you should had to enunciate that better. Oh, excuse like, me. I'll Sorry. be back. Then I would remember. I, I do think in AVP, the ancient alien shit is kind of dumb. But I do think oh, that... it's it is dumb, but it's silly, and I don't mind it. Like I don't, I don't think it's like great or anything, and I don't think it makes any sense. Like I don't understand why the language would be bits and pieces of three different language so types dumb. and writing. It's types. So dumb. I'm like, that's not how that works. That's not how language works, dudes. So, <laughs> like I don't think that makes no. any sense. What I do mind is Spud from Train Spotting naming who's very Scottish, naming his son Scotty. Excuse me? <laughs> that should be a crime that you're tried at the Hague for. You can't name your Scottish son Scotty, okay? <laughs> Uh, is he gonna I, end up? Like uh, maybe that. does his son end up on the Starship Enterprise? Is that? <laughs> is that what happens? Scott, Scott. Hey, my father died from a xenomorph. <laughs> uh. I don't fuck it. That was ridiculous. Um, oh god, oh, it's a very silly movie. Right. Um, it also it's was like silly. they set up this whole thing like how cold it is there, and then they're just running around with like ski goggles on and. Right. Well, and also, it's like the entire thing about Predators is that they don't like the cold. So you would think that they would be, like, in, like, better armor or something. But no, they're still in the fishnets. Yeah, they should like, be wearing, like, com- um, you know, uh, uh, insulated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a feather-lined fucking, or, I mean, a, a fur-lined uh, jacket, you know? <laughs> just a Predator in a hoodie yeah. shows up. Yeah. It's just like... You know, a ski mask over. <laughs> <laughs> A ski mask instead of a predator mask. It's just like a sea mask <laughs> and a like a, a scarf. Mm-hmm. Click click click. It's fucking cold. Leave me alone. Click, click. I do not like the way that the predator without his mask looks in AVP. I will say that it doesn't work because you can see that it's like too far out and like the clicking wouldn't make sense. And you can see like weird little folds in the little like part of the mandibles. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I don't love the way the predators look in this movie, but I do love the way the aliens look. So, yeah. Yeah. But even though they don't, you know, uh, there's an advantage to the way the, the aliens look or the predator because you're there, you know, in helmets most of the time anyways, and right. invisible. Yeah. Right. So like that's less impactful. Yeah. I don't know. This movie's just fun. Like, I think if you haven't, if you went to that movie thinking it's going to be a great movie and you're disappointed, understandably so, I think now if you were to go back to it, you'd be like, oh, this isn't that bad. Like, especially in light of the movies that come after it. Right. And and also, like, I would say in comparison to other, like, versus movies of the time, like, mm. I think this ages better, much, much, much better than uh, <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Oh, why is that, Andrew? Does- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> some some language used is not what we would use today. Well, yes, but that's true also of Predator, you know? Yes, well, yeah, yes, but there's 
the way that the context is, is different. different. True. Yes. I would say. Yeah. Um, not that <laughs> or Predator okay. 2 for that matter. <laughs> I guess we'll get to that. Yeah. So, Jason, uh, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, Predators. Speak now. <laughs> uh, Predators, I actually sort of enjoy on its own. I do think it gets very messy with the Predator... So I understand somebody who, like, is very in love with the Predator mythos kind of being, like, Predators is doing a whole bunch of shit that's, like, out of line, <laughs> sort of, I think. That's not my issues, but yeah, continue. Well, I do think there's other issues. I want to be clear. Like, I, I'm not in love with this film. I I guess that speaks for all the films on this list. You know, I... Do you just think it's a fun action film? I think some of... I think it's sort of, in some places, terribly miscast. I think it has a great supporting cast. I mean, you got Walter Walton Goggins in here. You got Marcy Ali in here. Yeah, but, like, you... like uh, Underutilized, you know, for sure. They yeah, don't know who they had. Under, I think Walton Goggins gets some good stuff, right? Like, yeah. I like that. But, like, you know, you get, like, Danny Trejo here, and he's just there for, like, five seconds. But, that, right? you know, like it's, that happens a lot with Danny Trejo. Like, I think he just shows up to set and is, that's like... That's basically his career, yes. <laughs> no, but it's still nice to see him. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's still nice, yeah. you know, I don't, and they obviously didn't know what they had with Maharsi Ali. Yeah, so, they just had no idea. Yeah, yeah, so, but, you know, he... It's still nice to see him. You know what I mean? It's still nice to see Walton Goggins, right? I love that man to death. One of my favorite character actors of all time. I, I just think this is a nice supporting cast. I do think Adrian Brody is fucking terribly miscast in the role. That he's oh, in. oh, I don't mind him as well. Oh, voice. man. He's like he's... 25 pounds soaking wet. Like, he can't, he shouldn't be playing that role. I'm sorry. I'm sorry he should not be playing that role. He just, you know, he, he's just not built for it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it just doesn't ring true to me whatsoever. And I think he's a great actor. I just think he is not made for that character. And I don't think he's doing anything necessarily bad himself. I just, right. like, I mean, every time I'm looking at him, he's like three foot five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, of course. That's that's fair. I think my biggest casting issues are Topher Grace is... What they do with that character is, like, real stupid. Like, it's real stupid. It's unnecessary. It lasts way too long. Yes. Like, the, like, everything with him goes on for too long. Yes. When they finally reveal what he is, when, and, like, what time period. And why. And it's just, like, too far into the film. Like, it's it's distracting at that point. They should have done it earlier, I think. They should have just not done it at all. Like I, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> they should just not had Topher Grace in the movie. And I, I don't really get on board with everything that Lawrence Fishburne is doing in this movie. His acting or his character? Both. Okay. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. I was just trying to parse out what you meant exactly. I like. You know, Lawrence Fishburne is like a fantastic actor. Like yeah. I, 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 this is no, no decrying him. So I would imagine it's probably more of just like his direction and like what the script. Well, was I mean, even like, great actors can make bad choices, right? Like it doesn't. That's true. It's not. It's not a. Um, 
or it turns out to be bad choices, right? Like, I think he's in a movie maybe that nobody else is in. Yes. <laughs> and actually, the movie he's in, I might actually even prefer to see than the one he's in. That would, you know what? That's fair. That would be fun. Like, I wouldn't mind that. Because he's that very be over cool. the top. He's play, He's talking to people who aren't there. He's, like, kind of oh, fucking... Man, so... He's kind of uh, golluming it a little bit in here. Yes. Um, 100%. 100%. And I kind of am bored with that in a movie that... The rest of the film is supporting him in. As it is, it's sort of played as a... It's almost too incongruent and makes it very awkward, you know? Where the people yeah. are looking at each other. Also, like, I think the samurai fight with the sword is fucking awesome. Honestly, the actual fight is awesome. But, like, the Japanese dude finding a samurai sword is... I, I don't know. Well, look, the, the, the actor really, really did like the role because yeah. he came back to write his own a AVP Predator short story mm. featuring his brother. So, like, the actor really, really, really did like that role. Oh, um, oh, oh I, I agree with you. It's I don't mean bit, it's racist. Bit... I just want to be clear. I, I don't think that's oh. necessarily racist. I just think it's convenient in a kind of dumb right. way that's fair that's fair it is kind of dumb in, in that way yeah but i i just do want to mention that the, the actor really did enjoy that role because he came back to the franchise so <laughs> in the in the list of racist things in the predator franchise <laughs> it is very low if it is even um you know um, so so you know what i'm saying yeah, I, but i do yeah. want to emphasize the samurai sword fight is Oh, it's fucking awesome. I I, I thoroughly enjoy it. it you hate it? It looks cooler than it is. What's that? It looks cool. I don't th I don't think it's choreographed that well. Oh, I think it looks great. I think it looks cool. It looks cool, but I don't I don't I think the yeah. action in general in this movie I don't love. Okay. I think that's fair. I like all the like I like the design of all the predators and everything like that and like their their cool design and this is like, oh, this is a evil tribe of predators who are mean to other predators. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like some predator uh, civil war stuff going on. Like, uh, sure. Fuck that. Why not? No, I, I actually really dislike that. I don't want to know about the politics of the predator world. Like also uh -oh. I'm, I'm I assuming love the politics the of the predator world. But what's that? I love I love uh predator politics. Uh, that's fair. I guess. I mean you should move to America. The also the idea, right? That this is maybe I'm going to a ridiculous place. That's fine. You can accuse me of that. the The idea that you have this like hunting preserve, right? Yeah, I'm assuming these are like the richest predators that are coming to this hunting preserve, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, like. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I love the idea that these are the affluent. They have to be like... right. It's not though. The there's got there's got to be class in the predator world, right? You think that these motherfuckers aren't libertarian capitalists? You know what I mean? Are we, are we <laughs> assuming the predators have some kind predators. of you know socialist uh, paradise? You know what I mean? I don't think so. I, you don't know. I can't imagine. Their whole their whole fucking world is built on competition. You know what I mean? Uh, so these have to be the the richest predators. And like, look, how, you know, you're the rich, and you're an incredibly advanced species, right? Right. Incredibly have to be right. All the technology you've created. And what are you doing? Just like shitting in the woods? You don't have you haven't built indoor plumbing. You haven't done anything in this world. You keep returning to. 
But that's all point of it. That's why they have the preserve. Because they want to shit in the woods. Is that what you're saying? Is that that they're trying well, to get back like, to nature? Like they, they're, well, they're they that... are like, uh, you know, like rich people who go and shoot a bear and then like go back to their normal. Oh, but all society. those people have like, like a fucking built-in compound. They can't go ten minutes without fucking <laughs> bottled water. Are you serious? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> we've, I, you know what? I don't think we've ever seen anything about the predator latrines or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm so just saying, know. like, listen, these things can turn like themselves invisible, but you don't want to know their politics, but you do want to know their bathroom <laughs> habits. Yes, exactly, exactly. They're just squatting through fishnet stockings because that's all the predators <laughs> wear, and poop in the woods the other thing that i don't completely feel nice comfortable segue. with and <laughs> it isn't when you say nice segue okay that's so you know it's a nice segue when you don't say anything you just go into the next one <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> the other thing that i'm like kind of like a bit iffy on is like this is kind of a thing that we still kind of like fall into it but like when we want to make like a a strong female soldier. Mm. We usually have to specify that they're like Israeli military. And I don't think that many people would have even kind of batted an eye at that decision then. But now. <laughs> well, they should have then too, though, by the way. Should have yeah. then. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying like culturally, I think we're more aware. Of you know, it's, it's either trope. it's either. Israeli military or unspecified uh, Latina, <laughs> i.e. aliens. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, i.e. aliens. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's the thing that happens. <laughs> yeah, not great. Not great. Yeah, it's not great. But now, now to be fair, though, the, none of these are, like, presented as their heroes, right? Like, I don't think any of these are, like, they're all here because they're, like, trained killers that have murdered a bunch of people, right? So, like, I don't think... That anyone is being like, like these are heroes and they're the best of the best. Well, that kind of thing. Like they're the best killers, and they're all sure. references being like murderers. They're so all like, they're all predators of their own, in their own way. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, you know, you spoke about Topher Grace's character's turn being ridiculous, but also sort of Adrian Brody's character's turn at the very end is ridiculous as well. Oh yeah, when he goes back, like. Yeah, no. There's no way after that dude didn't know. To are, we, are we are we positing that he knew Topher Grace was a serial killer? No, because he tries. He doesn't know until the very end, right? So he was totally yeah. prepared to let him just fucking croak. So why have a change of heart at the end? Did he know that there was a the plane? He can't know the spaceship was gonna blow up. No, none of that shit make, makes sense to me. You're right. It, it's You're just right. dumb. When it happened, when the Predator turns around and blows up the ship, it's a fucking fantastic moment that's robbed, I think. Right. Because no, when right. that happens, I was sort of like, holy shit, that is badass. But then they just Chewbacca his ass back into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they do kind of Chewbacca his ass. <laughs> you know? Uh, Spoilers for the last yeah. Star Wars movie, you know? Uh, yeah, of it's like the exact same thing that happens. No one even remembers that movie. Good, good for you, if you don't remember. Yeah, you and the Knights of Ren. <laughs> there. I do, I do like Nimrod and Tall as like a director. Like I think I, I, I do like yeah. a lot of the directorial choices in this movie. I like the way it looks. I like all the creature design. 
uh, especially when compared to the Predator. Because <laughs> like I think all the creature design in this look really cool. I really like the look of the unmasked like alternate Predators. I think they look really cool. And then I I don't love because like this is a thing that happened in a lot of movies of that time period when they like bring back the original of whatever it is they're rebooting and have the new thing kill the original. Mm. Like I don't. I get tired of that trope. Like it just happens all the time. It, they really kind of Jurassic Park three it, and they're like, "Oh, these new predators—they're the Spinosaurus, and they're gonna kill yeah, the old predator who's who's our boy and kill him." And you're like, "All right, like okay." And you did that in AVP in Requiem too, by the way. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you now you're doing this another time. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree the direction is fine in this movie. I actually think the premise is fine in this movie as well. I just think it really complicates the Predator universe in a way that's unnecessary, unfortunately. And I do think that, like, we're going to go on to my number two, but I do think that, like, Predators is probably a better movie um, as we go into I'm this. glad you agree that I'm <laughs> correcting you or wrong. Sure, sure. It's on the record. <laughs> You've heard this. Yes, of course, of course, of course. My number two is none other than Predator 2. So, let's start it off by saying there's a lot of things that don't particularly age well, oh, or even at the wait. time. Or even aged well, or even you are at the time. giving this movie a soft um, landing. This is the most racist film since The Birth of a Nation. <laughs> Okay. I was waiting. Absolutely not. I was waiting for Briar Rabbit to show up in this movie. All right. Anyways, it's my turn to speak. Thank you. Okay. Uh, And I also can acknowledge that the fact that you're doing anything pro LAPD two years before the LA riots, (laughs) mm -mm, that's a bad choice. This is a bad choice. This is a bad choice at the the setup. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. um, Your turn to speak. I'm sorry. Wait until you get the conch, and then you can speak. <laughs> okay. Are you saying I'm pigging? Is, that, is this a fat joke? <laughs> oh, I didn't even remember that I was referencing Lord of the Flies. Did you drop a rock on my head? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, just right. drop a rock on your head and bounce off. And super silly movie. Uh, technically, I guess we could do Lord of the Flies, because it's basically like Predators. Jack is, right? a su- Jack is a super predator, yes. <laughs> all of that being said there's a lot of things that are like immediately notable as like being like wow this age poorly and this is bad there is something that i do think that i really like about this movie i love how it's paced i love the action of this movie i think it's really paced well the action is really good i love the action in this movie I love everything with the Predator. The Predator himself in Predator 2, I love. I love me, my city hunter. He, is, he might be my favorite Predator. So, like, Wolf is probably the most, like, developed Predator, and he's badass from AVPR. But, like, I think overall, city hunter is, like, my favorite Predator. I love everything about him. I also just love, 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 love Danny Glover in the main role. Now, I understand... There's a lot of things. What his character represents is a very bad thing. I understand. I understand. I agree. This is, you know what this is? You know what this is? This is your love for 24 coming out. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. It is. This is, <laughs> this is what those years, your formative years watching 24 is preparing you for. Oh, I never should have told you that. Uh, should have died with that secret and you never knew what to know. Uh, but, like, I always saw this movie as, like, being so over the top. So over the top that, like, none of the realities ever really sat with me until this watch right i didn't think of it as like a oh here is like a like looking at it like oh what's the what is this where is it set what's it trying to say blah 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 blah. because like to me i just thought like this was like judge like a judge dread film essentially but danny glover is your judge dread and like those are all i know judge dread is an evil fascist man that's his entire point (laughs) of judge dread and I, I agree that in this movie, Danny Glover is playing a very fascist cop who is makes a bunch of dumb decisions and is, like, openly stated to beat people <laughs> brutally. Like, they, they're in the movie. They're like, he did police brutality every chance he gets. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, we're not liking this character as much anymore. But, like, I think you could watch that movie not like that character. Be like, he's a likable actor doing a, a performance that is, like, fun to watch. But you don't have to like him as a person or as a character. I can be like, oh, wow. I like to watch this shitty person, this shitty cop, try to fight against the Predator in in these circumstances. So mm-hmm. I guess that's about it. I mean, I love Gary Busey. I love all the quotes in this movie. I think this movie is very quotable. Uh, just beware what you're quoting because there's some characters you should not quote. But there are- Yes, if you're going to quote this movie, uh, 60% of it's going to be hate speech. <laughs> don't make that. I do think that's a bit of a hyperbole, but please go off. Well, so I entered this film, I think much like you, maybe even to a higher degree than what you were describing as having very like fond memories of this movie. I saw it when I was young. I didn't really remember except the only scene that was like I remembered was when like Danny Glover's like trying to climb the building and the predator's jumping around the building and his predator in the city. I did not recall that this film technically takes place in the future. Nineteen ninety seven. Right. Yep. For the year, because it's nineteen ninety, right? Seven years in yep. the future. And I did not recall it was like a Robocop future. Where, yeah, like, yeah. street yeah. gangs are, uh, racist street gangs are running the city, and the yes, only thing correct. that can prevent them, uh, what the, the main street gang is called King Willie's Voodoo Posse, okay? And they're all dressed in voodoo gear, mm-hmm. and they just and call them, the... and the rest of the time they just call them the Jamaicans or the Mexicans. We have to kill the Mexicans. No, <laughs> they they're the multiple times They're the Colombians. They are not, they are not. Make sure if you choose who they're actually being racist against, they're being racist against the Colombians. Okay, well, whatever. All right, like, listen, there we have to difference. kill the Jamaicans. This is said in this movie <laughs> multiple just... times. We need to kill them, Jamaicans. Just is a lie. I don't this think movie. they say that I'm line. Pretty sure they say that it. line because they're referring <laughs> to the gang as just the Jamaicans. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what is going on here? This has a great supporting cast as well, right? You got Ruben yeah. Blades. You got Bill Paxton mixed in here. You got and Bill Paxton's great in this movie, as he always is, you know? Um, he was the most enjoyable part for me. Uh, this... I think Mar- Maria Conchita does is like, great. really good in yeah. this movie. Yep, yep. 
absolutely in love with her, you know, in this movie. Gary, Gary Busey is great in this movie. <sighs> Gary Busey's correct in this movie as well. <laughs> Danny Glover must have taken 10 years off his life playing this role because it is <laughs> he is sweating. He so I've never seen a man. This is the sweatiest performance I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> you are correct. You you believe that it's a heat wave because like man even Bill Paxton is like sweating through a suit like he's got like three layers on it it's like everything is soaked on his clothes. I mean I do not I wonder if a third of this budget was spent on Danny Glover's cocaine because he is just screaming at the top of his lungs constantly in this movie he is absolutely unhinged in this film. And I think, you know, I, I, I could take from that 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 could be fun, right? But, like, it just feels to me, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe there is some more self-awareness, you know, than um, I'm giving this film credit for, but it feels like a RoboCop pastiche that's, like, doesn't understand that that film is satire, that cops are bad. Right. No, that, that's fair. That's fair. I just, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God. And however... Right, the, uh, this film is still in my th I, all all those things I've said. This film is still my number three. Right, yeah. The end of this film, fucking. Once he steps on the Predator ship, this fucking movie rules. The yeah. end of this oh, yeah. film is fucking great, and that means a lot in a film. But if you end on a high note, that you know him getting the fucking like ancient. You know, uh, ancient uh, was that a musket or whatever the hell? No, a musket's a long rifle, right? Whatever, whatever that pistol is. Yeah, the pistol. We're supposed to see the origin of that pistol in the new movie, by the way. Oh, cool. That's cool. You know, and obviously this is the genesis of the alien skull, right? As well, yep, and the ship. Yep, yep, yep. And it's just, it's just cool with him fighting it, and then all the other predators appearing and being like, "You're a fucking warrior." You know what I mean? Like, I, that's fucking cool, right? Yeah, that main predator who gives him the the gun. He appears in a book, like a, a trilogy of books called oh. uh, Alien vs Predator: Rage War. What's his name in that book? Uh, Gunny. Kalacta. Oh, Kalacta. Gunny. His name is Hand Gunner. Hand Gunner. No, he's Kalacta. Galact Galactus. Kalacta. Oh, okay. And it's and it's implied that the only human being he's ever respected was Danny Glover. <laughs> like, like, he's like, God damn, Danny I've Gl never seen anyone do fifty eight <laughs> balls in one sitting. Like this well, he's book a is warrior. set in the alien and aliens timeline because predators apparently live like crazy lengths of time. So this is in the alien future, mm -hmm. and this ancient predator shows up and only helps out the humans because of Danny Glover in this movie. Oh my god. <laughs> that book's amazing. Those trilogy are actually amazing, but I just wanted to say that. Do you an interesting story, maybe you don't know this about about the guy who plays King Willie, do you know this story? Do you know who this, no, this is? No, I didn't. So I didn't, this guy I didn't look I didn't look it up. Okay. I didn't I didn't want to look. It up. <laughs> I didn't want to look. It up. <laughs> It's Calvin Lockhart, right? So Calvin Lockhart has a long history of um, actually like doing some really cool black exploitation films and things of that nature, right? Um, and one of those films, are you ready for this? Is called, right? Cotton comes. I think it's Cotton. Is it Cotton comes. I'm trying to find the name of the movie, but he plays 
a character called Biggie Smalls in a black exploitation film. Did you know this? Oh, no. So that's where, you know, the notorious B.I.G. gets his name from is from that film, right? However, yeah, so so what happens is he sues him for using that name, Calvin Lockhart, which is what prompts Biggie Smalls to change his name to the notorious B.I.G. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Walsh then is, you know, forced to change his name, and that's where he makes that change. Oh, to... let's do it again is the movie. There you go. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. So, yeah. I, just, I thought that was a little interesting aside. You know? He's, uh, you know, and then he gets his head cut off in this movie and screams while his head getting cut off while he pulls How him back. How close off. was... When was Biggie Smalls making music? Oh, the 90s. So, like, do you... <laughs> He sued him from the yes from the movie he made in the seventies. Yes, and obviously it's a loving homage to that character, right? Right. No, no, no. I understand. I'm just saying. Like, do you think that on the set of Predator Two, Calvin Lockhart, while playing, oh, his, yes, was yeah, suing Biggie Smalls in his off hours? Pull that motherfucker up. That's what he said. <laughs> Got him on the phone. Get my lawyer on the phone. <laughs> How dare you? Like you're not like the fucking one of the largest rappers in the in the world isn't bringing attention. I don't think you're gonna get a King Willie rapper. That's what I'm just gonna say. No, I don't think it was on his set because probably we did. He didn't know that till like '93, '94 ish. You know what I mean? I know, I know. But it's it's crazy, right? The 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 line, you can't see the eyes of the demon until you know the rest of that quote. He that is going to be the subtitle of the newest uh, Predator anthology that's coming out mm. in seven days. Okay, cool. Cool. It's called Eyes of the Demon. So, so yeah. To summarize, Predator Two, very racist. I understand. I understand fascist, all of that, right? Fascist. I, you know, I, 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 and I and I I acknowledge all of that. So I, just want I to understand that Twenty Four prepared you to be accepting those no. things as just being normal <laughs> and. <laughs> Therefore, it's your number two. Yeah, I get it. I liked Predator 2 before I liked... <laughs> oh, maybe this was your introduction to 24. Is that how that worked? I watched uh, this movie like a lot. Mm. A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie many, many times. So that's probably part of it. We were. I was watching this with my wife and like... My kids weren't in the room, but they were upstairs in their room and... As they're like screaming, we have to kill all the Jamaicans. <laughs> she turns to me and is like, Can we just wait until they're asleep to continue to watch this, please? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, God, what could our number ones be? I mean, huh. it's very obvious. It was obvious from the beginning. It's and, and it's like, uh, there's like a big, <laughs> like a big yeah. jump, right? Like, like what yeah. I was talking about, like <laughs> the Predator franchise. Uh, there is a big leap, and that is the level that the original Predator is on. There is. I'm going to start with maybe my hottest take on this film, though, and say I do not think this is a perfect film. I think it's an iconic film. There is room for The Prey to become my favorite Predator movie. Just saying. I know for some people that's not you know, possibility. Do you know what I mean? But I have some problems with Predator, too. As well, Predator as you well. Have some, we all know you have problems with Predator 2. <laughs> Predator as Predator well, now. right? But I think it is an iconic movie. Movie, It's a great what, movie. What, it is. What problems do you have with Predator? What problems do I have with it? Yeah. 
I think, I mean, I think it is a film that works very well. And, and, and by the way, um, this is possibly to its credit, right? But it doesn't really nail home, I think, the themes that it could. And, and it does so subtly, right? It does some very subtle things, but it is very much overshadowed by how macho and, uh, you know, uh, dad afternoon film <laughs> this movie is do you know what i mean in a way that i think causes the elements that i think are much smarter to kind of fly by some audiences interesting interesting i don't know if i would use that as like like a, a negative though well i mean i mean i don't i think every decision has a uh, an impact in two ways okay right? thanks uh, albert einstein what the yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, though. Like you, you, you make the decision, and John McTiernan is a god of action filmmaking, in my opinion. Right? He's fine. What? <laughs> what? I'm just looking at his. his Are you looking? <laughs> Let me look at his career just to make sure I'm not talking my ass. Oh, he did Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Die Hard. Oh, is that it? Oh wait, he did Last Action Hero. No, yes, John McTiernan fucking rules. Okay. The dude knows how to frame and structure action that is apparent even though this is his first fucking movie, right? The Hunt for Red October is a fucking great movie, too. Nomads is his first movie. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Okay. And Excuse that is me. a horror movie, okay? So The 13th Warrior is a great movie, too. Die Hard with the Vengeance. It's a horror movie starring Pierce Brosnan. Do you know the, do you know the John McTiernan story? No. Okay. <laughs> so he also directed Rollerball. Oh yeah, I okay. like Rollerball. I do. Oh wait, as well. no, I don't. That's a no. No, I don't. Never mind. That's You're thinking of Solar Babies. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking of Solar Babies. <laughs> I, I was thinking of the fucking the Burt Reynolds one. Oh no, I was thinking he directed the remake. I was thinking of the original Rollerball with Dame Khan. Yes. And I just yeah, I messed up. that up too. No, it's the remake. Yeah. So at any rate, on the remake, he's making this film, and he suspects one of the producers is sabotaging the film. So he hires a private investigator to illegally wiretap the producer, and therefore then spends you know following the production of Rollerball and one more movie after that, um, many years in prison. <laughs> look, look, you. It was there from the very start. He doesn't trust authority. Yeah. That's what Predator is about. I just, I do, I do think it's kind of a Chad move to be like, I'm gonna fucking wiretap the producers. They're not gonna take my fucking movie. We are not using the term Chad on this podcast. <laughs> For John McTiernan, I am. You know, I think Carl Rather is 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 there as a CIA <laughs> operative to eventually represent the studios. So. I'm using Chad tongue in cheek, by the way. I'm not. I don't, sure. I don't use sure. that that phrase sure. or cock in my daily language. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Whatever it takes to <laughs> let you go to bed in the nineties. I I go just ahead. think Predator is one of those films where it like really it really is a genre twist. And it's like multiple mm. genre twists yeah. in this movie that I think is like very strong in that you like go in thinking like, oh, this is a machismo action film. And like Sure. This is very, very much indicative of the action of the period that we were getting, right? Like, 
this is the way that the the movie starts like for the first like 45 minutes like it's like a rambo film like it's one of these movies where past first blood yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i get it when we say rambo we're talking about past first blood okay Okay. i'm just clarifying i didn't know if you meant that you know calm down david (laughs) morell calm down after yes but it's like the the stereotypical like you know rambo part two and on and other films of that uh, ilk i mean like you had like arnold had done a ton of them by the time uh, of this like you kind of forget that predator is 87 right yeah so like this is pretty mid to late 80s we are at a point where we have had Arnold being an action star for those like three years after well, Commando's right before this, right? Yeah, you get Commando, yeah. you get Raw Deal, you get him as the Terminator, you get him as Conan, right? Like you have all of these things to like build him up as being like this ultimate man. That is what we have. And, like, in all of these movies, especially, like, Commando. Like, in Commando, he's, like, basically invincible. Yes, and, so like, also in Conan, he's pretty much invincible. Yeah. Also in the Terminator, he's invincible because that's the point of the Terminator. But you know what I mean. Like, he is set up as this, like, invincible figure who, like, doesn't get the crap beat out of him. He's always the person who's on top any fight he's in. <laughs> and then you get him in this movie. And he's and a he bottom. is totally... <laughs> <sighs> you're just you're just bursting my sails today, aren't you, aren't you Jason? Uh, he... He's a top for three films. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being a bottom. No, that, no, yes. no. God bless the bottoms. You know. And you get this movie where he is all of a sudden the weak. Like he can't beat this creature with his fists. Like he is in a fight against an enemy that he cannot just shoot at a whole bunch of times to win. Yeah against the predator and it's one of those things it's very funny because the well i mean it's it's funny in that like wow we're not i'm not surprised that people are this stupid but when prey was announced everyone was like how is this girl going to fight the predator arnold couldn't even fight the predator and i'm like he had a arnold had to trap it arnold had to drop a log on its head he didn't just shoot it and beat it in an arm wrestling competition it doesn't matter the whole point of the predator is that it's all of the, even the peaks of humanity and whatever like you can't just brute strength it you have to be smart like that's the entire point of the predator how is ripley gonna movie. beat the alien she can't punch it to death <laughs> you fucking numbskulls dude that's what it is like that's the half the internet is nowadays but fucking. yes there, there are a whole bunch of people who are like that and we're like mm. and i'm like dude it's like the whole point of the original predator is to make arnold the final girl and he has to like yeah use all the stereotypical like traps like the trap scene in this is like the trap scene in nightmare on elm street right like this is like like he's home alone this this fucker thing yeah yeah well home he's better than home alone predator um i don't care for home alone anyways um joe pesci's a predator in that movie (laughs) how that works (sighs) anyways i think this movie is is a lot smarter than that because it, it starts with like this is peak machismo era right of the oh i agree it is smarter and then i agree with that it's breaking that down because as we go on further and further you go oh these are real people this is messing them up like just the normal like life of a soldier is not this glamorous thing that we should all be like 
posturing everywhere and being like, oh, let's bow to the, the gods of war and, you know, all that stuff that you do in America. And, like, you know, you get that point where, like, you know, Blaine gets the gets gets his chest exploded and you hit this like really like nice quiet scene with Bill Duke like you know mourning over his lost friend mm. and you know there's like these these little things these little cracks that start to get made into these facades of masculinity and a lot of it is really kind of broken down throughout this movie I think now not fully obviously right like it's not full like it's not all of a sudden like it's like full but like i do think that like showing the cracks is something that a lot of movies of this era were just not doing and the predator is an awesome creature the effects are gnarly in this movie uh and it is uh an experience (laughs) yeah no it's you know i made my hot take criticism right but again i do think this is an iconic movie i just don't think it's an untouchable movie like i don't think there's any such thing and i think it's okay to acknowledge even in a film of this stature that like the choices you make but because all those things you're saying are true i just don't think most people are 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 getting that from this film at all i think most i think most of the people watching this film are sweaty overweight dads who are just laughing at F slurs at the beginning and big pussy jokes and then clapping their, you know, hands together, their greasy hands together when the predator blows people up. You know what I mean? And that's totally fine. You know, and there's no wrong. There's nothing wrong. No, it's not. Yes, there is something wrong with laughing at F slurs. What are you talking about? No, no, there's nothing wrong with the movie being like senseless Uh. violence is what I mean. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I thought you were like taking a turn and I'm like, uh, what's going on? No, no, I'm saying that I don't think this film intends to to do that. I just think it is, you know, I think the setup, because it tries to set up exactly what you're saying. I'm making, you know, another, you know, machismo action film that i think things get lost in the mix right right and you know it's it's you know i think this film and i think this film primarily is legendary for two things and two things only despite what you said which i think is true and i think those things are great and i I already said that i think john mccarran's direction is phenomenal especially around the action set pieces um even though like we're blowing up this village and people are flying all over the place like a Wild West, you know, action, all-star fucking action set at Universal Studios. I think this film works primarily for two things, and that is Arnold in his prime bringing every, you know, like you, you mentioned he's been doing action things, but I really think that his career goes in a completely different direction because of this film. Um. I mean, because directly after this is what, twins? You know what I mean? Like, I think this is him stepping out and showing yeah. he's more than the than um, the Terminator or Conan who barely speaks, right? And I think that's what always makes him one of the most interesting action heroes of that era. Sure. Is that he, after this, he did take interesting roles. Like, he yeah. took unique and interesting roles. And I think, like, the only reason why you ever see anything remotely interesting with starring Sylvester Stallone is a response to Arnold most of the time. Like, I, Stallone was not taking these chances. But, like, I, I think I think Sylvester's the opposite in a way. I think Sylvester starts out with a bunch of nuanced, 
filmography, right? Rocky is a film about a schlub that is loses, right? Right. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no, you're right. Uh, cool. In First Blood, we already covered, right, is a film about, you know, it's a drama about PTSD, right? It's just he, he you know, the money's too much for him at that point. You know what I mean? And he's Yeah, gonna... that's right. You, yeah, that's fair. And, of course, he did start out uh, with the Italian Stallion, which is his uh, pornography. Movie, <laughs> yes, so. yeah. Classic, right? He started, he used the original top, not Arnold, you know? So, <laughs> the, <laughs> so... I think I think the the two most interesting action stars right of this time period are Arnold and Bruce Willis right you know but Ar yes I think Arnold is the engine that drives this movie right his charisma it really shines in this movie because he's free to act as more than invincible you know right yeah. um, and I think what you said is really fascinating and true um, it makes this film really notable especially if you want to think about the career trajectory of Arnold Schwarzenegger secondly I think what makes this film legendary is Stan Winston's <laughs> creature design is knocked it out of the park. Have you seen the original creature design? He looks like a dog's the, head, right? The one that Jean-Claude Van Damme was going to be in. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme was in. So it's, it's always interesting. So this design of the predator, the, the, the look of the predator and everything about the predator, I have seen like some interesting articles lately, like probably in the last probably 10 years or so, talking about how there is some stuff like, like racially coded about the predator. I n never mm. got that in my own like reading of the predator. Like I, well, cause the problem is like with me and all these, like I start from the nerd, like I've always been like a nerd. So I always go, Oh, this is an <laughs> alien creature. Let's do this. And I always have like the difficulties when people go like, Oh, like that alien is like a racist caricature of something. And I go, Oh, ah, uh, I just thought of it as an alien, right? Like it's like one of those things where like for me I always have like a disconnect there. Like because I never I never think of it as representing. Maybe something. they only saw Predator 2. Well, the problem is like the 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 Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Uh that was something I was meant to Kill the Jamaicans and the Predators too. running around with uh locks. You know what I mean? But there, there, yeah. But like, there, there was this really interesting article that I make sure to to find and put in the show notes. Just to, it's it's always good to read these articles, even if you don't agree with them. But uh, I'm not saying they're wrong. But I'm just saying like it's always good to read different. I'd love to read that article. Yeah, because it talks a lot about how like there is a lot they feel like it was kind of representing toxic black masculinity in many mm. ways, and like that was kind of what they were chatting about in that article. And it was just an interesting perspective I hadn't really heard or, or taken from the Predator uh, in the in that regard. So I, again, it's like kind of like, uh, you know, King Kong, which is racist for a whole bunch of reasons. But I always like King Kong because I think of King Kong as being like a, a monkey, right? Like as like being a, a creature, right? But there are a lot of readings uh, to King Kong that like if I were to adopt them, it would just ruin my experience of the movie. Sure, I mean, so. I, I mean, I've always thought. I mean, the the way I've rationalized King Kong is to me, King Kong is the oppressed, right? Like King right. Kong is the victim, not the perpetrator of violence, right? And that could cause its own level of problems. You know what I mean for sure. But yeah, yeah, I take that. And, and you know, I'd be interested to read that article. I have not read it. And we're two white dudes, so, I mean, we have a different... We're two white nerds, so we definitely have a different lens than somebody who, who's not. So, yeah, that's how we both approach this, right? We both, I'm assuming, have watched Predator since we were very young, right? It's almost ingrained in our culture from day one, you know? I, I can't even tell you a time that I wasn't aware 
that the predator existed and what the predator looked like. I can't imagine right. a time where I didn't have that already ingrained in my psyche. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, I mean, I, I really think that it's hard for me to separate those two things. It does not mean that that person's experience is incorrect or wrong, right? It, you know, is as valid, if not more so, um, than fucking fanboying, you know? Right. No. Yeah, of course. And that's why I wanted to reference it, right? Like, I wanted yeah. to make sure I, I put that in there. And it's actually, it's from The Conversation, uh, and it's how Hollywood's alien and predator movies reinforce anti-black racism. Uh, and I will, uh, it's like, was originally posted by Brock University, which is like a Canadian um, website, so... Uh, a Canadian university, sorry. <laughs> not, yeah. It's not just a website. But yeah, I'll put that in the show notes and it'll be something that we can read. And obviously, it's one of those things where that's probably a discussion to have eventually one day a whole episode on with people who are not us. <laughs> so like, Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, if you are somebody who, who would like to talk about that uh, and like is like a person of color and wants to talk about that, like let me know and just record the episode. I'll like just release it. I don't need to be on it at all. Right. So it's like one of those things where you always want to like uplift voices and stuff like that. So it's just, uh, just something I thought I would mention as we're kind of, yeah, I've never heard that perspective. I mean, I design, I'd be interested to hear the layers of that. Right. Because the only thing that I can picture in my, on, on uh, my mind on this is like the hair, obviously, right. The, the, the approximation of the hair, but maybe there's more to it than that, right? I'm, I'm assuming there is, right? I'm assuming there's much yeah. more to it than that. Um, so yeah. I'm really interested to, to check that and, out. And I, uh, and I do also want, want to say that, like, this is not a criticism of how Kevy, Kevin Peter Hall, who, like, plays the Predator, is, like, playing the, the act. Because, like, Kevin Peter Hall, who was in the suit, and he was, like, a very famous a suit actor. Sure. Uh, and, and, like, you know, he was, he was like, a, a, a black man who, who brought this creature to life. Um, like oh, yeah. as the actor behind the mag- makeup, I mean, so yeah, yeah, and, and he was brought on because like... um, and and John Claude Van Damme dumped essentially because John Claude Van Damme is you know five foot three or whatever the hell he is, yeah, <laughs> and Kevin Peter Hall is um, yeah. also played, you know, Harry Harry and the Hendersons and a bunch of other stuff is a big guy, you know, a seven foot guy, yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's great as a predator, quite honestly. You know, um, did you know that I, I read this in preparation for this, that supposedly the mandibles comes from your favorite director, Jim Cameron. Did you know that? Have you read this? Yeah, yeah I've read that. I've read that. <laughs> you didn't want to bring it up because you hate Jim no. Cameron, you know? But Stan, you know, he, he claimed, you know, it's claimed that uh, Stan Winston was looking to redesign the, the, the design it. And, you know, they were on the set of um they were on the set of honestly predator or uh, terminator i don't know uh, um, not terminator terminator was 1984 okay so i don't know i don't know what they were on the it set it might have been aliens because maybe uh, that makes predator sense. was 87 aliens was 86 okay so maybe it was aliens and uh jim cameron's like you know i'd love to see a creature with mandibles and that's where that comes from so maybe he wanted the Predalien to all, uh, always, like the aliens to always have mandibles, and it was awesome. So there you go. Agreed. Point for the Predalien. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, that's just a, you know, a general overview. Eventually we'll do episodes on all of these films and kind of chat about them more in depth, but I thought it would be kind of fun to just get a overall kind of a riff off of <laughs> the various Predator movies. And well, I think we're both very much looking forward to Prey. Yeah. Um, is that, there room yeah. for, for you in your mind? Is there a possibility that Prey could overtake Predator on your list? Sure. There's a possibility okay. for anything. Okay. Right. I didn't know. If it's know. a great movie, it's a great movie. Like, I yeah. don't know. It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I was just curious because I can, I also see the point of being like, no, you can't have prey without the, what you have in Predator, right? Like in just being the OG, well, I think yeah. some people could yeah. say. But nobody, nobody says like, you know, Friday the 13th is no one's favorite Friday the 13th movie. Well, yeah, but you're not getting the iconic character in the first Friday the 13th, right? <laughs> He's in the lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but nobody thinks of that, and Jason. Right? Jason wouldn't exist without his mama. I don't know if you know. But... <laughs> Is that how children work? <laughs> I wasn't sure. Jason. Andrew. Have a good day. <laughs> you too. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was about... <laughs> we still haven't figured out how to end this podcast. No, yet. we've never. We've we'll never, never figured, figured it out. out. Podcast. Thank you for listening to the LV426 Degrees of Alien podcast. Please give us a review on whatever platform you used to find us. If you have any recommendations, comments, complaints, angry outbursts, go ahead and send them to roebuck.andrew at gmail.com. That's R-O-E-B-U-C-K dot A-N-D-R-E-W at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful night.